Today on I Remember, we're talking with Doug McIntyre. Doug is an opinion columnist with the Southern California News Group. His writing appears every Sunday in the Los Angeles Daily News, Orange County Register, Long Beach Press Telegram, and many other newspapers. Visit his website at dougmcintyre.com. That's D O G M C I N T Y R E.com. Welcome to I Remember, a podcast about the power of reminiscing to increase your self esteem and sense of meaning in life. I'm Eileen Fine. Through conversations with guests from the worlds of art, nature, science, and culture, I take you on a journey of these kinds of mindful moments that are unique to each of us, but experienced by all of us that have changed the course of our lives. All designed to give you a feel-good feeling and help you be mindful of your own moments of self-resilience and connection. That opportunity starts now. This is I Remember. So thank you so much for being with us. How are you doing today? I'm alive. (laughs) Yeah, that's always a good place to start. Um, so thank you for, for, for being on I Remember. What is it that you want to share with us today about either, a, you know, a time within your life or an experience that you feel is kind of one of those what I refer to as moments of connection? Well, if we had been doing this interview or this conversation a couple months back, uh, I undoubtedly would have selected a different event. I would have selected sobriety back in 1995, or I would have selected meeting my uh, future wife, my wife uh, now of 17 years. But, uh, you know, I've just gone through a period of uh, significant change, which is uh, walking away from a job that I held for over 20 years. Mm -hmm. And that, uh, so I'm really freshly in the midst of this uh, transition period, but you know the uh, the ramp up to making that decision was a process that uh, was based upon basically my entire life and and having experienced a bunch of things. For instance, turning sixty on, on November eleventh of twenty seventeen, that was a big deal for me because uh, I couldn't escape as so many people who turn sixty do the uh, the reality of how quickly the previous 20 years had gone by, those <laughs> 20 years from 40 to 60, right. and projecting ahead to what will the next 20 be like, bringing me, if I should make it, to 80. Uh, and, you know, we've all got those lists of things that we want to do in life. And now uh, the, the list has got to be prioritized because when you're younger, you just sort of feel like you have this infinite amount of time and you'll get around to everything. And now I, I have the, the, the uh, life experience to realize that that's not going to happen. And if things are, the things that are on the list are going to happen at all, I have to start to pick and choose. So, so that was a big deal. And a lot of that was also based on having watched my brother 
uh, his uh, physical reality disintegrate and die at the age of 56 and then going through my father's death at the age of 85. Uh, and uh, I realize really, you know, inescapably so, the finality of it all and also just watched how they their, uh, their physical decline was a lot of ways the result of choices that they had made, either um, inability to get a grip on his diabetes for my brother or my father's passivity, where he basically just sat down and surrendered to uh, depression and, uh, you know, just lack of physical activity. And it, and it, it sped his immobility and actually fed the depression. The, the mm-hmm. less he could move, the, the less uh, freedom of movement that he had, the more likely it was he was just going to sit in place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think I think that's true for uh, for the majority of people. If you think of your life in chapters, is um, you know, and and especially in our society, we don't we don't like to think about um, death and like the end, and that there's a certain amount of time that we have as a being in this human right, and how it is that you want to use time, like what is it that is on your list and how how is it that you want to be interacting how do you want to be treating yourself how do you want to be interacting with other people um and how much are you holding respect for that time and for yourself and how it is that you're treating other people um and well you know we're, when we're when we're younger like i said i mean we we call it spending time you spend time with somebody or i spent time on this and the way we talk about spending money and people don't usually cavalierly throw their money around but when we're younger we very cavalierly throw our time around yes and and there's no escaping some of the mundane you know things that life requires of us i mean you're going to get stuck in traffic and we're all going to have to take stuff to the dry cleaners and those aren't necessarily exciting moments. They have to be done, and we do them. But in, you know, I think unfortunately, because of the way we live our lives in the digital age, we're uh, constantly pressed for time, trying to keep up with some kind of artificial construct uh, that is imposed upon us by the, by the internet and the modern world. And 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 oftentimes we don't actually sit down and say why am i doing these things why am, is this valuable to me we're just mm-hmm. ending up chasing a lot of things because that's what we've always done and i think that that had a lot to do with my decision to leave uh, the job that i had because it was not allowing me uh the time i need to do the other things that i want to do now again not everybody can do that because i am older the kids are out of college the you know, we we're while we're hardly wealthy, we're unlikely to end up on the street. So there's a certain amount of physical security that makes that possible. So I know that you know it's not going to be at every moment in everybody's life. It's not going to be possible for them to make a decision like that. And I'm very blessed that I can. But it weighed very heavily on me for a long time, and it took a long time to finally work up the courage to say I'm I'm going to make this break. Yeah, and you know, I would say that um, everything you're saying is true, but I would also say that I think even people that, you know, do have the financial security to walk away from something won't because 
they have gotten so wrapped up in the title of what that life, you know, what, what that job is, that once they step away from it, they don't actually know who they are without that. Well, know? I think that's true, but, but my answer to that would be then the stuff on their list isn't as important to them as they think it is. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, we can all get wrapped up, our egos get wrapped up in the Western world in career and, you know, whatever status we've achieved, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, one thing that I actually learned from my father uh, is my father was the least interested person I've ever met in legacy or fame or notoriety or he for instance when he died my father had been mayor of the town I grew up in it was a you know twelve hundred dollar a year position but it was it was a, a position of real responsibility and but it was 40 years ago and when my father died and it was time to send material to the newspapers back in New York for his obituary, he left zero footprint on the internet. I literally could not find a single word that mentioned his name anywhere in the deepest Google searches. Uh, and in fact, I think if you Google uh, my father's name now, Robert McIntyre, the only thing that comes up is the obituary in Newsday and the Great Nick record and the column that I wrote about him after his death. Uh, and in some ways, I think that, you know, he was he was uh, healthier in that regard than those of us who have gone to Hollywood to try to chase some, you know, fantasy of, I don't know, uh, celebrity. And even at the lowest levels, and trust me, I have achieved it at the very lowest level. <laughs> but uh, but but there's something very healthy about being able to. Uh, live your life without requiring the approval of strangers. My sure. father was perfectly content to go t to his uh, maker uh, with the love and respect of the people in his immediate orbit. He did not need the applause of uh, people that he uh, didn't know. Gotcha. Well, and that, I mean, that's two things. That's, that's a great thing uh, to be able to live your life that way. And I also think it's incredible to not have a footprint on via a Google algorithm. Like <laughs> that takes conscious effort um, to really to be that much offline anymore. Well, it's um, oddly zen for a guy yeah. who, who would never uh, grasp the concept, or I don't think he ever for five seconds in his life even considered, you know, the meaning of Zen or anything connected to it. But my father was very Zen in that regard. Uh, and uh, I will, I'm exactly the opposite. I'm a, the least Zen person uh, on the planet. But since uh, his passing and since my uh, passing the 60 mark, I've really grown to appreciate uh, the serenity that can come from not allowing other people's concepts of success to be the tail that wags your dog. Mm-hmm. I gotcha. Well, and that's a big learning. It's huge. It's huge. It, it, it absolves you. It's what kids go through. It's why bullies, cyberbullying is so effective because kids are so 
uh, you know, they're so sensitive to how they're perceived by their peers for a variety of reasons, hormonal and otherwise. Uh, and to me, it's almost embarrassing to admit that it took me this long to gain the maturity to not specifically care, uh, you know, what other people think about what my choices are. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm very happy for you for that. And, you know, I mean, I think that will lead to a, a really meaningful for as long as you live, and I hope that that's for a very, very, very long time. In that, well, thanks for those good wishes. Talk yes. to me in April. I mean, it's only January, and this only started in December. So, you know, that's okay. We maybe are... in April, I'll be on the phone begging my employer to take me back. One month at a time. One month at yeah. a time. Yeah. Well, thank you for spending the time with us today. Um, you know, and as things progress and more things come up, and you do start figuring out what it is that you're doing and, you know, I know there'll be exciting things you'll be developing. Just let us know so I can keep everybody updated. All right, Eileen. Thanks for having me. Okay. Thank you so much. Take care. All right. Bye. Bye. I'm Eileen Fine, and you have been listening to I Remember a podcast about the power of reminiscing and mindful moments of connection. To learn more about the power of reminiscing and mindfulness to help you live your best life, visit us at thetinybalcony.com.